0: So listen up, everyone. This is important. The threat of investment fraud linked to the world of cryptocurrency is very real. All right, you've heard the stories of crypto millionaires, and that has attracted some investors to, you know, try their hand at investing in cryptocurrencies or crypto related investments in 2021. And with that, many stories of those who, yep, bet big and lost big began appearing. And you know what? They will continue to appear in 2022.
1: Welcome to NASA Talks. Thank you for joining us. NASA's 2022 top investor threats are the focus of this NASA Talks episode. Today, we will be speaking with Joseph P. Borg, co-chair of the NASA Enforcement Section Committee, and Director of the Alabama Securities Commission. Joining him is Joseph Rotunda, NASA's Vice Chair of the Enforcement Section Committee and Director of the Texas State Securities Board Enforcement Division. I'm Jean Hamrick, NASA's Director of Communications. Thank you for joining us on this discussion of NASA's 2022 Top Investor Threats. Today, Joe Borg and Joe Rotunda will tell us more about NASA's top threats. They'll describe what these top threats are and why all investors should be concerned. So let's get started here. Welcome, gentlemen. I appreciate both of you taking the time out of your busy days to talk with NASA Talks.
0: Well, thank you, Jeannie, and I'm very pleased to join the NASA Talks podcast and certainly appreciate the opportunity to go over and sort of explain this year's top investor threats. And i also like to welcome my brother, Joe Rotunda, and Vice Chair of
2: Enforcement. So, Joe, glad to be with you again. Thanks, Joe. It's always a pleasure. And thank you, Jeannie. I'm excited to join y'all, and I'm really excited to be talking in more detail about the top investor threats for 2022.
1: Joe Borg, may I start with you today? Can I ask you to please describe for our NASA Talks listeners why NASA created this compelling and frankly scary list of top investor threats?
0: Well, I sure will. Uh, this is very important to NASA's mission of protecting investors from securities fraud or or financial abuse. It's 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 the enforcement section committee and most importantly to investors across North America. So each year NASA's enforcement section conducts a survey of all North America securities regulators to, to learn and identify from them the most problematic products, the worst practices or schemes based on investor complaints. So let's take a step back. NASA the state regulators, receives thousands of complaints from Main Street investors. And we file administrative and civil and criminal actions against those who, you know, try and defraud our state residents. We like to describe NASA as an early warning system, you know, or or better yet, first responders, you know, to alert the public, alert other regulators, alert policymakers to investor problems and fraud. Our enforcement section circulated our top threats survey to U.S. and Canadian regulators through the NASA enforcement zones. The survey consisted of three questions designed to elicit responses on what they are seeing as the top threats. This is the top threats on the ground that affect
1: investors in 2022. Thanks, Joe. Now, before we get to the specific details of the survey, may I ask you, Joe Rotunda, what kind of questions that you asked in the survey?
2: Well, thank you for inviting me to this podcast, Jeannie. It's important and I think this message really resonates with retail investors. So how did we get here and what did we do? Well, first, we asked state and provincial securities regulators what they're seeing now in terms of the top financial threats or the most prevalent scams that are currently threatening the public. Second, we know bad actors follow the news and we know they attempt to incorporate contemporary topics in their scams. Why? Well, the pitch becomes part of the scheme. They try to capitalize on widespread interest or on the flip side, widespread concern to reach as many victims as possible as quickly as possible. So we asked state and provincial regulators whether they anticipate bad actors will leverage things like COVID-19 or inflationary fears, right? Interest in Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies and digital assets to illegally and fraudulently sell or steal from the public in 2022. Finally, we know the markets are always evolving and we know that scams are always evolving. So the third and final question asked whether state and provincial securities regulators are dealing with any new products or any new issues that NASA should be aware of or that retail investors should be aware of that may be posing a threat to the investing public in 2022.
1: Thank you, Joe. That's very good. To know- good information. Thanks for sharing that. Now, Joe Borg, please describe for us the survey results. What did you discover?
0: Well, certainly Jeannie, let me begin by discussing the most problematic products and the practices or the schemes cited most often by the state securities regulators. First, we found four top threats that were the most frequently named. These turned out to be investments tied to cryptocurrencies and digital assets, Fraudulent offerings related to promissory notes, money scams offered through social media and internet investment offers, and financial schemes focused on self-directed retirement accounts. We call this last group Sidras for short. So by far, investment scams pitched as opportunities to cash in on the explosive growth of cryptocurrencies and digital assets is our top investor threat. Stories in the media of crypto millionaires, I guess crypto billionaires in some cases, attracted some investors to try their hand at investing in crypto-related investments this year. Uh, And with them, many stories of those who bet big and lost big began appearing. And frankly, that's going to continue in 2022. The comments we received from respondents included observations that You know, increasing Main Street interest in complex digital assets, combined with increasing numbers of social media and Internet users, all contributed to an environment ripe for fraudulent misconduct. Bad actors will continue to leverage all these issues to engage in securities misconduct in 2022. There's really no doubt about that. We see variations of similar activities, particularly in the cryptocurrency, digital asset and forex space, and expect it to continue into 2022, given, well, think about it, the ease of setting up websites, the lure of unrealistic returns during, well, certainly uncertain times, and taking advantage of social media to target victims. Fraudsters easily move on to new sites once the frauds aspects of the previous site have been discovered or maybe attacked regulatory scrutiny from Joe or mine's office, or are called out online. So they just move, they just morph into something new. They often operate out of different jurisdictions from their victims, and that's what's called playing the interjurisdictional arbitrage. I'm in one location, mm-hmm. they're in another location, and it's hard for us to get our hands on them. So remember, anyone can, or pretend to, be anyone on the internet. Just because you see that tagline that says, hey, this is from your local bank or your local broker. Click that hot link and you're probably off to visiting East Russia somewhere. So it's easy to set up fraudulent investment websites and bad actors will promise unrealistic returns. Think about it. Could you make that money anywhere else? And these are uncertain times and they will take advantage of social media to target victims, they'll become your friend. After all, they're one of you. You can trust them and just watch it. They'll get into your wallet.
1: <laughs> that is very good, Joe. I appreciate you uh, encapsulating the issue. It really is um, scary. And it's amazing to me that how many people can fall victim to this. Um, but So thank you for sharing that. But um, can I also ask you both to go in a little bit more depth about these top threats, you know, starting maybe with Joe Rotunda?
2: Yeah, sure. Absolutely, Jeannie. Um, Now, as Joe mentioned, state and provincial securities regulators revealed overwhelmingly that fraudulent investment schemes tied to cryptocurrencies and digital assets, as well as schemes tied to promissory notes and social media and Internet investment offers, as well as SIDRAs, are key concerns. Now, the top threat was found to be cryptocurrencies and digital asset schemes. Almost 35% of respondents selected this category as the top product posing the greatest threat to investors in 2022. Interest in cryptocurrencies soared over the past two years. We know that, right? Legitimate firms are now using exciting new technologies in exciting new ways. Well, the promoters of the fraudulent investments quickly took note of what the legitimate firms were doing. And now the bad actors are leveraging widespread interest in disruptive technologies to defraud retail investors. Their pitch will typically focus on hope, right? Right. Aspirations for greater income, the prospect of increased savings and the desire for a more optimistic financial future, which is really important. As Joe mentioned, these are uncertain times. A lot has changed over the last two years and a lot is probably going to change over the coming year. Right. Promoters, they play on hope during these uncertain times by guaranteeing the payment of lucrative profits over very short terms, right? Oftentimes not measured in months or years or decades as we think about traditional investing, right? but the payment of lucrative profits over terms as short as minutes or hours um, instead of months or years. Now, we saw the price and market capitalization of cryptocurrencies absolutely explode during the pandemic. We also saw increasing retail interest in high-tech investment products due to the growth and the pricing of cryptocurrencies, as well as regular mainstream news coverage and high-profile celebrity endorsements, right? This became a very hot topic. Now, although these were very, very popular assets, they're often highly technical. They tend to be extremely complex and they often bear significant risks. Now, we know scammers, they focus on profits, right? That's how they sell their products. So we know that the scammers often attempt to minimize these risks, right? Many times we'll say that they have unique or technical skills, that they can develop complex products that provide safe yet considerable profits that are unavailable anywhere else. In other words, if you want to invest in a high-tech product that's going to pay safe, guaranteed, lucrative returns, you need to come to them. We do expect cryptocurrency and digital asset schemes to increase, especially over the next year. Our message to investors is very simple. You should refrain from purchasing any investment you don't understand from a promoter that you don't know. You should remember that all investments bear some degree of risk, right? There's always a risk associated with purchasing a financial product. And the degree of that risk, it typically correlates with the purported profitability of the product.
0: So the second threat was found to be promissory note schemes, with some over 28% of respondents selecting promissory notes as a top threat for 2022. Promissory notes are very popular because it looks like it's guaranteed money. And people sometimes fall into a trap where they think, well, there's just no way this guaranteed money can be fraudulent. Well, we know better than that. While digital assets and cryptocurrency scams often prey on hope, promissory note scams often prey on fear. Many investors especially older adults and retirees, what are they concerned about? They're concerned that their retirement plans and their savings are going to be impacted badly by changes in the economy. These changes include, well, you know, look, volatility of the traditional markets, rising interest rates, upticks in inflation, adjustments to federal monetary policies, and let's face it, the ongoing effects of the pandemic. Promissory notes seem to provide certainty in uncertain times. This false sense of certainty helps investors overcome their concerns about their economic changes. They anticipate receiving, you know, a specified payment on fixed dates over a prearranged term. What does that sound like? Sounds like payments on a CD, which most seniors over the years have invested in. Unfortunately, scammers leverage this certainty with fraudulent promissory notes. So investors need to remember that all investments, as Joe said earlier, even products that provide some semblance of certainty, bear risk. Promissory notes can still be risky investments, even though they typically promise the payment of a fixed return on fixed dates. For example, Issuers must obtain or maintain sufficient cash or assets to satisfy their promises. They got to have the money to pay what they promise. Changes to their business, economic shifts, and many other factors may negatively impact the issuer's ability to fulfill their obligations. So this is serious. And let's face it, investors are looking for that certainty that you're not going to get with a great high rate of return. After all, if they're going to pay you that high, why don't they just borrow it from the bank at lesser amount? The difference is they're really high risk.
2: Uh, State and provincial regulators identified Internet and social media schemes as the third threat with some. 11%, almost 11% of respondents selecting these types of schemes as a top threat for retail investors in 2022. And it makes sense. We've talked about changes in the market, in society, and the economy. Social media usage certainly fits this paradigm. During the pandemic, many North Americans flocked to online communications and networking tools. Now, why did they do this? Well, they used social media as a means of staying in touch with friends and family to read news, to search for employments. And they also used search, social media to research investments. Now, the white collar criminals, the bad actors and the scammers, they took notice. They increasingly marketed fraudulent investment schemes through online media, using social media to broadly target many users while establishing some semblance of legitimacy. In fact, they often use social media to create the facade of legitimacy to promote various investment products. And in some cases, scammers even use social media to impersonate legitimate financial service firms, including registered securities professionals.
0: So let me follow up uh, from my brother Joe here. We also want to highlight another top threat. These are schemes involving what are called self-directed individual retirement accounts, and non-bank third-party custodians. Wow, well, there's a mouthful for you, Sidras. But you know what everybody has heard? IRAs. Everybody's heard those. And, you know, IRAs are something you put your money in, and somebody's watching over it, and there's a trustee. And so scammers use that knowledge of IRAs to talk about self-directed IRAs. They are very far from the same thing. Self-directed IRAs pose a top threat because scamsters will use the knowledge you know about IRAs to convince you that self-directed IRAs are just like regular IRAs. Self-directed IRAs, the emphasis is on self-directed. Nobody's watching it. The custodians don't do the valuations for you. So if you put in a fraudulent asset or an asset that's not worth anything, that's all you have. And nobody's going to be looking after you on that score. So, NASA and its enforcement section have been working through issues related to scams involving these SIDRAs, self-directed IRAs, and it is a very timely topic. These schemes also tend to be significant, and unfortunately, they often target senior citizens and retirees throughout the country and can grow very quickly in a short period of time. You know, in late 2021, state regulators brought several multi-state actions against parties leveraging the purported legitimacy provided by sidras to defraud the public, including a case that Joe and I worked on that involved 30 states and the CFTC against a metals company selling precious metals and coins known as metals.com. Well, there are other subsidiaries of it, but that's the way we title it. That case alone involved... $185 $185 million in over 1,600 mostly elderly investors, including, now this is important, $140 million that came straight from other retirement accounts. You know, retirement accounts that had somebody looking at them, somebody you could help with, maybe legitimate broker-dealers or uh, an IRA with a real custodian there think about that 140 million came straight out of the retirement accounts into the self-directed IRA which nobody's watching this case really illustrates the harm that can be incurred from these type of scams so in conclusion on this section our message to investors is simple do research before investing if you don't understand it it's probably not for you and if an investment opportunity sounds too good to be through, well you know it probably is too good to be true.
1: That adage, Joe, is so true and it's a message that will help many investors. Thanks for repeating that. I don't know how many times I've heard that in my life as well. You just have to, if the opportunity is too good, it usually is. Thank you. And thanks also for going into the weeds and helping us understand the top threats and um, my next question is, how can investors protect themselves from becoming victims of scams, whether it's metals.com or other scams that you don't think that are going to affect you in a negative way?
0: Well, let me start and then turn it over to to, to, to Joe Rotunda for, to finalize the, uh, the the issues here. So investors... If you're involved in looking into where you're going to put your money, it's your money. You worked hard for it. You've got to do your homework. So there are some tips to identify and avoid investment scams. Remember, anyone can be anyone on the Internet. Scammers are spoofing websites, using fake social media accounts to hide their identities. So you really can't trust everything you see on the Internet especially if you did not initiate that communication. Investors should always take steps to identify phony accounts by, let's look closely at the content, analyze the dates of inception, and consider the quality of the engagement. You've seen those emails that come in with misspellings and bad English, uh, but even the sophisticated ones, Watch out for those hot links because that could be anybody. To ensure that investors do not accidentally deal with an imposter firm, pay careful attention to the domain names and learn more about how to protect your online accounts. So, this means you have to beware of fake client reviews. Oh, we all like to put our comments out there and things, but you know, some of those are just planted. Scammers often reference or publish positive. But they're bogus testimonials purportedly drafted by, you know, satisfied customers. (laughs) These testimonials create that appearance that the promoter is reliable. He or she has already earned, you know, significant profits in the past. And new investors can reap the same financial benefits as the prior investors. Now, in many cases, though, the reviews are drafted not by a satisfied customer, but by the scammer himself. Learn how to protect yourself with NASA's informed investor advisory on social media, online trading and investing. A lot of this information is available on the NASA website or your state securities regulator's website as well. Remember, as I said before, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Bad actors often entice new investors by promising the payment of safe, lucrative, guaranteed returns over relatively short terms. Sometimes measured in hours or days instead of months or years. In fact, I think Joe referenced one that did it in minutes. Isn't that wonderful? These representations are almost always a red flag for fraud. Look, all investments carry some degree of risk, and the potential profits, they're typically correlated with the degree of risk. So learn more about the warning signs of investment fraud.
1: Thanks, Joe. That was very helpful. I have one final question for Joe Rotunda. Joe, what are some best practices for investors researching safe investments?
2: It's a great question, Jeannie. And I wanna start this by making it very clear that investors have the power, right? They control the situation, they make the decisions. They need to make decisions based on full, accurate, and truthful information. And that's why NASA recommends that investors independently research the registration of investment firms. Now, investors do need to be cautious as they conduct their research, right? As they go about their due diligence. Well, why? Because scammers are actively taking steps to obstruct their ability to independently verify their promises. And scammers are actively taking steps to obstruct investors' ability to learn the truth about their schemes. Well, how so? Well, we know that hyperlinks can be dangerous, right? They can lead to malware or viruses. Also, hyperlinks provided by promoters can lead to spoofed websites that they control, that are not independently controlled by others and that do not provide objective information. So investors should not use hyperlinks provided by parties. Instead, they should contact the state securities regulator or search the SEC's investment advisor public disclosure or FINRA's broker check platform. Investors should be aware that scammers may misappropriate identifying information of registered persons as they conduct this research right the identifying information can be everything from dates of birth to unique regulatory credentials such as a number that we refer to as a central registration depository number or a CRD number investors should always contact their state or provincial regulator if they suspect a firm is engaging in this type of tactic individuals offering investments are obligated to truthfully disclose all material facts right and that means they can't just talk about the good aspects of a product. They must disclose the risks associated with each product. Now, on the other hand, bad actors, as compared to the legitimate firms, will often minimize or conceal risks. And they often use hyperbole to tout profits and payouts. Investors should pay careful attention to these details as they can really provide clues about the potential illegitimacy of an offering. They should not only ask questions, but they should use their communications with promoters to judge their credibility of the promoters, right? And their willingness to talk about not only the prospects of profits, but also the risks of loss. Now, as we mentioned, bad actors may be impersonating licensed parties by using phony websites that place viruses or malicious software on victims' computers. Investors should continue to observe best practices for cybersecurity. For Example, the FDIC, it's issued guidance to assist consumers in protecting themselves from these types of cyber attacks. Investors may want to review this guidance or guidance from other legitimate sources, and they should always engage in best cybersecurity practices when dealing with online financial promotions.
1: Wow, this was a great informative podcast. I can't thank you enough, Joe Borg and Joe Rotunda, for this important and timely overview of NASA and state security regulators' enforcement efforts. I really appreciate you taking your time to talk with us today.
0: Well, thank you very much. It's always an honor to be on a NASA podcast and uh, glad to share this important information.
2: Joe and Jeannie, it's always a pleasure. I'm proud to share the great work of our committee and of state and provincial regulators and all that we're doing to
1: protect investors. Thank you both. And thank you for listening to NASA Talks. NASA Talks was produced by Karen Grahalis. If you enjoyed this episode, please share this podcast with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. And to catch the latest from NASA, you can follow us on LinkedIn or on Twitter at NASA. Thank you very much. Have a great day.